Hello fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Monday, December 7th, 2015, and this is the ride. Welcome to the new week. Let's get her done. I'm getting right back to my uh, to my house situation. I want to tell you a little bit more. I'm, I'm going to have to put a bunch of these podcasts together into a nice little packet. Call it my plumbing packet or something. Because I talked about dry traps one day. Then I talked about airing out your house with turbo fans. So the next installment of my house dilemma was the fact that that all didn't work yet. We still had what I thought was sewer gas in our house. So you're like, man, dude, get over it. Let's talk about something different. Well, it's on the forefront in my mind right now. So, but fear not, the solution, I'm getting to the solution. So we're thinking, you know, we aired out everything really well. We thought we took care of all the places where the bad sewer gas could get into the home. And we still had a problem. And I'm thinking, okay, it seemed to be emanating from the master bedroom, bathroom rather. And so we thought, well, maybe, maybe when they put the toilet in, they didn't do the wax ring right. Okay, so we're trying everything now. We did the traps, we did airing things out, we considered the this plumbing vents. We believe those were fine. So now the only thing we got left is the possibility that one toilet wasn't sealed properly. So over the weekend, that was my task, is to go ahead and take it out and make sure there are no cracks in it because that could do it too. Some of your infrastructure could be cracked, not strong. And uh, so what I'm going to get to is going to preach a little bit because here's the deal. I'm starting to get that toilet unbolted from the floor and I'm realizing I can't get, I can't get this thing up. Then I realize they've used uh, caulking underneath the whole thing. And it's strong caulking too. I have to, I'm, I was, it took me maybe 45 minutes to pry that thing out with, you know, utility knives and, and uh, paint scraper to get it loose enough so I could pry it up. And then I got to thinking, I thought, you know what, I wonder if they had a problem and they wanted to caulk it up and that maybe would solve their problem. Because it looked like the caulking might have been done after after the fact. Once I got it up and out, the toilet, it looked like maybe the caulking was done, you know, not when they installed the toilet. So I thought, you know what? They were trying to conceal the problem. Kind of how we patch things over and, and, and uh, seal things over in our own life that we don't want to deal with. You know, if if they had dealt with it right, they probably would have taken the toilet up and put another wax ring in there, or a better one or something, to seal, to seal. Because this is the deal. I got it up and out, and I noticed 
it wasn't installed right. And I thought, up, oh, smoking gun, I found it. This is it. And that's what got me thinking that they cocked it after the fact. Because I'm thinking, you know what? They had a problem. Depending on the the air pressure of the day, the the barometer, you know, the, the smell could come and go. And that's what we were finding out in our research. Is we were trying to figure out, why is the smell coming and going? And it has to do with the the air pressure. And so we're thinking, you know what? They didn't know what it was. They figured it might have been this toilet, so they cocked around it. So I'm thinking, aha, that's it. That's it. And it looked like they did it after the fact because they didn't do the back part, which would have been hard to do once the toilet was in place. So that's what got me thinking about that. So I'm thinking, yep, smoking gun, we found it, got it fixed. So I got it all fixed, and I'm not going to caulk it. The caulking actually helps keep it from moving so that'll be a good thing but I don't want to caulk it yet in case I didn't install something right but I'm sure I did and we're sitting pretty happy you know I'm pretty sure I found the smoking gun I, I and I took care of the problem I took pictures of how it was installed wrong uh, just to remind myself of how I want to make sure to do it right in the future and I'm thinking we got it and I go do some errands later in that day. And I come back, I ask Christy, hey, how's the house smelling? Any problems? Nope. And when I had pulled into the garage from my errands, I thought I smelled, you know, the kind of smell you get when there's a dead mouse somewhere? Yeah, just faint. I thought, well, maybe it's just out in the field or something. But I could tell there was just a little bit of a smell coming into the garage. I mean, not terrible, but just, you know. But the garage door was open, so I thought, well, maybe it was outside. So maybe it was no big deal. And then not five minutes after she tells me everything smells good, she says, I think I'm smelling something. And I'm, I'm, I'm going, you've got to be kidding me. All the things we're trying... So I'll get to that part of the story in just a second, but I want to touch back on the on the caulking of the toilet. So here's where <clears throat> here's where I get to the the nitty gritty of our lives. You know how I said it was important that we let the water, the the living water of the Lord, cover our traps, so we don't get the gases come in the 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 world. And then the next step is to make sure that whatever is lingering in our environment that we let the fresh air of the Holy Spirit wash through us and cleanse us in that way. But it doesn't do a whole lot of good if we're caulking up toilets that are letting in some sewer gases trying to... So we're not dealing with the problem. We're just masking over the problem. You see this? We might be well aware of that issue but we don't want to deal with it. So we deal with it in the easier way. We don't get to the core or the root. We just mask over it. And it might work. You know, that's kind of like living in denial. Oh, it's a problem we have, but we took care of it. It's not going to rear its ugly head again. We're to be letting the Lord in to the root of the issue. 
So that's all I'm going to say about that because you know exactly what I'm coming, where I'm coming from, I believe. So, and yet, that wasn't it after all the stuff we'd done. So I go up into my man cave, which is a room above, above the garage, and holy smokes, something's amiss. Some poor animal is dead somewhere. And I believe that that was our problem the whole stinking time. So I guess I went through that toilet thing for naught, but that's okay. It, it wasn't a big deal. So now, <laughs> so for the, the fourth topic, when it comes to <laughs> ensuring your environment is in good shape. The fourth rule is to find the hidden thing. Finding the hidden thing. This is not going to be a fun pursuit. And I don't know if I'm going to find it. It's probably in a vent, in a heating vent somewhere. And the reason the smell came and went is because I believe that it's in a heating vent near the man cave over the garage. And we don't heat that sucker except when we're doing a movie up there. So there's no sharing of the air with the, with the main house unless I've got the air flowing through that man cave. And that's why every once in a while everything seemed fine. Then we'd do the, we'd watch a movie up in the man cave, and at that point we weren't smelling it up there. So we had no thought whatsoever that there's a problem there. But it was the hidden thing. Do you have hidden things in your life? So we're not talking about the, the problem at the toilet where you know about it but you mask over it. I'm wondering if we were to take an honest look at our life and a, give ourselves an appraisal if we've got hidden areas that we are unaware of that are starting to off-gas, that are becoming a stink-stanky incense to the Lord, the hidden things. You know, the funny thing is, I'm sure the Lord knew that all this stuff was going to happen, and I'm sure the Lord knew that I was going to be talking about these things on the podcast. And another thing, and He knew that you would be listening. And perhaps this whole thing is all about you. Thanks much. <laughs> I'm teasing. Because we can live through this. This is not a big deal. In the big scheme of things, this is not, not a big deal. But what's a bigger deal, maybe, are the things in our lives that we're unaware. We're unaware how they have a potential to grow into a bad thing. I'm glad I found this. I'm glad we figured it out. I remember day one on this whole odyssey, I thought either it's sewer gas or it's a dead animal. It's kind of hard to tell sometimes, but when you get a good strong whiff of either, you can kind of tell. And the problem is, is that at the beginning, you weren't getting a strong s smell a strong sense of what kind of issue it was. It was just kind of lingering there and you didn't know. Well, now I know. I'm 100% sure now. 
because I've had to deal with this in the past. So what are the hidden things in your life? Okay, so what are what am I talking about? Hidden things. This is where uh, it's probably good to find a counselor because hidden things are things you really are un... You're not aware of them conscious, consciously. These might have been things in your past. I mean, obviously, they, they would be things in your past if we're talking about them now. <laughs> but, I mean, these could be issues that... In a coping mechanism, we tend to bury things that are really painful. So, kind of different than the toilet where we knew about the problem but we cocked over it. Here, you might not even know about the problem because you truly cannot remember it. But it might have been a very problematic thing in your childhood. It could have been abuse. It could be a physical or sexual abuse, in which case you really need to to find... Uh, a trusted counselor to talk with. If you suspect something like that, please do that. But it might also be abuse, verbal abuse, that, you know, you might not think that it's a problem. You might have thought, well, I am miserably terrible person. That person said the right things about me. I'm just worthless. And, and it's hidden in the sense that you don't realize it's a problem. You just think that that's just who you are. Let me tell you something. That is not who you are. If someone said words like that toward you, or a group, or your family, or whoever, and use words such as worthless, or mistake, or stupid, or things of that nature, know that those are not words from our Lord. Know that the words that He has toward you are loving and encouraging no matter what your situation... I don't, I don't care what you went through. I mean, I care what you went through, but you know what I'm saying. It doesn't matter what you've gone through, what your upbringing is, your poverty level, your, your wealth level, your race, your color, your creed, whatever. That matters not as far as how much the Lord loves you and, the, and, and how much He reveres you revere i need to look that one up but that one just came to my mind he loves you just like he loves the most respected pastor in the world he loves you as much as he loves that parentless orphan in brazil who lives by the open sewers He loves you as much as he loves Barack Obama. So whatever words have been said to you or about you, if they don't line up with what God says about you, then you don't need to put much stock in those words. It'd probably be good to understand why someone would say that about you, but know that it's not truthful. I guess I want you to understand why someone would say that because so you know how to pray for them. Because I'm always telling you, pray for those who persecute you. That's persecution. That's being persecuted. That's just one thing that, that might be a hidden thing in your life. A hidden thing that will cause you to have an attitude and an understanding about God and yourself that's totally wrong. 
and could stink up your life. So what are some other things? Well, some other hidden things might be things that you are aware you're doing, but you have no idea that it saddens God's heart. So in a sense, it's a hidden thing because you don't understand the impact that thing is having on your relationship or future relationship with the Lord God Almighty. Okay, here's one. I'm going to pick on smokers. Okay, we all know that the, your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, so you need to be treating it good. Can you be a Christian and be a smoker? Absolutely. Because I can be a Christian and be a glutton. But these are things that are not healthy for me. Okay? But if I think that it's not an issue, my friends, it's an issue. Why is it an issue? Because, especially addictive behaviors, because what you're going to do is you're going to give that thing more power over your life than you let God have. But we're to be seeking His kingdom first and letting Him have full authority over us. If we're letting these other things have authority, a higher authority over us, not only is it bad for us, but it screws up our relationship to God and our understanding of His power in our life. It's a hidden thing. It's a hidden problem right out there in the open. We just refuse to believe that it's a problem. So, sorry smokers, but there's all sorts of things. I mean, drinking is another one. The way how you speak to people is another one. You might think that that's just who you are, but you know what? You're not to speak to people in a way that demeans them, belittles them. You wouldn't want Jesus to do that to you. Well, you're supposed to be Jesus to others. So you need to cut that out. Those are things that are like hidden things. We do them, we don't think there's a problem. That hidden thing is going to eventually stink up a storm. Better to nip it when you first hear about it being an issue. And guess what? You just heard about it. Am I being a stickler? Maybe. It's for our own good. And I'm preaching to myself. I have to watch the words I say to people. I have to make sure I don't delve into addictive behaviors that are going to take authority away from the one who should have it in my life. You know, if you want to see how to treat people, see how Jesus treated people, and see how the Word of God tells you how to treat people. And, and, the per, and one of the people that you need to learn about how to treat is your own self. So, stay in that Word and find out how you're to do it. And live in peace and pray for those who persecute you. And no longer will we cock over problems we know about. No longer will we go through life thinking we don't have a problem when really we do. That's where the Word of God comes in to give us some clarity, right? So I believe that as you find out things in the Word of God that might be, I don't know, hit you funny, but you know they're true, my encouragement to you is to follow them, to do them, and see that the Lord does come through on your behalf and help you live a life of fulfillment and clarity and fresh air. And I will see you on the flip.